Welcome to the Messy as Fuck podcast. This is Nicole. And this is Yaya. So we're doing it on Zoom again, girl. <laughs> I know, right? When's it going to end? When is it going to end? I know. Like at first it was like, oh, we're doing a special quarantine edition. Now we're like, <laughs> okay, this is the norm now. Exactly. We need to adjust. So the past couple of weeks, obviously, we all know have been like super tumultuous and a lot of stuff going on in our world. A lot of stuff going on with us individually. So, you know, we just want to kind of use this time to take a step away from that. Make you guys laugh. Do something fun. Spill a lot of tea. Just kind of get into that stuff. Yes, absolutely. That's where we're headed. We're not going to be all deep into conversations and talking about the Karens of the world and (laughs) everything that's going on with all that drama. Yeah. Um, and I just want to um, get right into all the bullshit that's been happening. So let's just get right to the shits. Okay, sounds right good. To it because I got time today. I don't know about you, <laughs> but I got time today. Me too. So listen, I was cracking up because Pornhub had to clear the air. Okay. They did. I saw that. Yes. Yeah, so there's a rumor going around. <laughs> Where did this rumor start? As First of all, I, I don't know. I think it's funny. Some perverted mind. That's, that's yes. the first thing. Yes. So there's a rumor going around on social media that Pornhub would be showing only Ebony videos in yes. solidarity with the Black community for a week in June. I think it was like from June 6th to June 12th. Yeah. Which would mean now, right now. So... Immediately, what did I do? <laughs> I went. I did too. I jumped on there. I had to have. I was on. so I'm disappointed. Like, is it true? Is it true? And it wasn't there. I'm like, what is happening? So Pornhub denounced the rumors, um, but they did say that they would be donating a hundred thousand, I think, to all different organizations in support of the Black movement. That's good, but I still think they should go along with it. <laughs> You still still think it should be the Ebony segment? Absolutely. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. I think they just don't want to limit their audience. Do you know what I mean? So I guess, but I'm tired of logging on and only seeing one type. (laughs) (laughs) We we don't need to see that. Let's not even let's not even go down that lane. No. Not. Um, What's funny about this whole thing though is that the singer Monica, you know, you remember Brandy and Monica. Of course. Monica's son, his name is Romello. He's 12 years old. Okay. So (laughs) he's on Instagram replying to a comment that Ludacris left about this whole Pornhub rumor. Yeah. And so Romello writes, and I quote, wow. I mean, and then he puts the, um, the black power emoji right on the the post yeah so his mom sees this monica sees this she's not having it and she wrote son sit this one out and put the black fist emoji oh my god that's hilarious so 12 years old though really that's a little young that's puberty that's prime puberty um so immediately when i read that 
I thought about um, the little scene from the movie Little with Issa Rae. And um, yeah. I forgot her name, but the girl that plays Diane on um, Blackish. Yes, so yes, listen, she's so cute. Listen to this clip. Immediately, I thought about it. In the movie, she's like beating the hell out of the little girl who's actually a real like woman in, in the movie. Right. And she's like, start spanking your kids. <laughs> it's hilarious. And then the, that security guard had me dying. He was like, reminds me of my mama. <laughs> oh my gosh. That, that, that movie was really funny though. I did enjoy that. Yes. And that part was like, that's like all black mamas. Cause I know if my daughter really hopped is. on the little Pornhub thing and said something like that, I would be right on her ass. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Had to, had to fix that real fast. <laughs> exactly. That is too funny. I love it. And speaking of fixing things real fast. Oh no. Tori Lance. Tori Lanes um, got into it recently on Instagram with um, one of the members of Pretty Ricky. His name is Spectacular. And it was over this song that that Tori Lanes did as a project on his mixtape. It's called Slow Grind. So here's the here's that song. Okay. Good love to your body gets me. So it all starts because Takashi Six Nine Skittle Boy. I know you love him. Did you see that lace front he was wearing the other day? <laughs> no, are you serious, girl? He had on a rainbow lace. Wait, where is he? Where is he though? Is he still? I, in Munchkinland, I don't, I don't know where the man is. He had a twenty-inch lace front on with rainbow colors. Oh my gosh! Look, I miss him, and I miss him in the Instagram world because he, he was funny. He's a trip. So he was meeting up with Akon, and they're doing apparently a locked up remix. Remember that song that Akon did? Yeah, of course. So Takashi like got the sample, and he wrote that on Instagram. And Tory Lanez was like, "Hold up." I know he did not just get this sample and I didn't get it. So basically, you know, he, he, he was, was in his feelings about that. <laughs> and so Spectacular from Pretty Ricky hops on the post and he basically accused uh, Tori of stealing the song like he did with Grind On Me slash Your Body, which is one yeah. of Pretty Ricky's songs. So he he was like he was accusing him of stealing the sample. He was like, you know, I own my masters. You're running a bootleg business. So Tori just completely um, denied it, and he he basically just showed the receipts. He was like, here's my paperwork. Yeah. Just, just so you know, the record was cleared. He bought the rights from the publishers of the music before releasing it on his mixtape. Like everything was good to go paperwork and percentage wise. Yeah. So he definitely like just cleared the air with any of that mess that was going on that, um, that spectacular was talking about. Hmm. Yeah. So it got kind of messy for a minute. Well, I mean, 
I mean, there, there's a lot of controversy with that type of thing. You know, I know like a lot of the major artists have gone through stuff like that. So, and they're being more vocal about it too now. Yeah. So I don't know. Good. I, I look, I say good for him for putting it out there and showing what? receipts. That was an, yeah, definitely. That was an issue for your girl Lizzo too. Remember? Right. Yes. For Lizzo. I mean, hasn't Kanye had an issue like that before? I feel like, uh, I can't remember what song it was or no, he was doing something with a Michael Jackson song and there was like a whole issue. Yeah. Like it, 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 I don't know. A I lot of legality there. I can imagine that that one was a pretty tough situation yeah. to navigate, especially when you're talking about MJ. Yeah, he was sampling something and there was like controversy. So I don't know. I feel like this happens a lot. And, you know, he spoke yeah. up. He had his proof. He resolved that very quickly. Shut that shit down. Because as far as I know, there's nothing that came back from um, Pretty Ricky's side, from Spectacular. Yeah, so nothing's been said from exactly. them. Exactly. Right. So mm-hmm. I guess it is what it is. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So we'll see how that pans out. That might have to be a follow-up then. Exactly. Exactly. We will. (laughs) So I have an interesting one. Um, Azealia Banks. Mm -hmm. She's a rapper, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She had some interesting things to say. So apparently she always has something controversial. like some sort of controversy so you know she there are she has said a lot of things so it's hard to know what's true and what's not but apparently now she out of nowhere it seems like she has put out there that she has slept with Dave Chappelle while he was married she was spilling that tea here I gotta I gotta play the clip because the girl was just giving it to us she was just (laughs) giving it to us uh, like, I have actually fucked a lot of fucking very powerful fucking men. And you will fucking gag if I spill all the fucking tea and ruin all the fucking marriages. Because it's a lot of tea that I be wanting to spill on y'all black niggas. Especially, like, when y'all be seeing me get at, getting attacked in the media and shit. And y'all don't come to my rescue and shit like that. Like, Dave Chappelle, I should ruin your fucking marriage. I should ruin your fucking marriage. I should tell the fucking world that we fucked. That we fucked. <laughs> you got some good dick, nigga. I should tell the whole fucking world that we fucked. Because y'all niggas don't look out for me. So what the fuck I'm keeping secrets for y'all niggas for? What the fuck I'm keeping secrets for y'all niggas for? No, they should fucking fuck me again. That was some good black dick. That was some good, strong man thing. Man thing. And that nigga's a legend. I was like, yes, nigga, give me that fucking legend energy. I will snatch that shit right up. Let me just say, she is off her fucking rocker. Let me just just say that, okay? Like... I can't, so tell me, like her whole thing was about like ruining marriages. Was that her whole intention? Yeah, I mean, it seems like out of nowhere too, but she claims that it's because nobody has her back whenever she's dragged through the media. No one comes to her her defense. So she's saying, why should I keep everybody's secrets? And I don't know how Dave Chappelle became the person to, to out, but she outed Dave Chappelle. So I don't know. I mean... 
Do you think she's telling the truth? I don't know. She's been mess been known to be messy before. Yeah. And and it, out of seemingly out of nowhere. Exactly. You know, she said yeah. she was the one that said Cardi B used a ghostwriter for Bodak Yellow. I mean, she just starts beef. So yeah. I don't know if she, you know, she's come for one direction. Right. You know, members of one direction. I mean, so I don't know. She's kind of all over the place, but that's definitely a loaded accusation. Well, I mean, she spilled the tea on her own self too, though, because she definitely just admitted that she was having sex with many powerful men. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like <laughs> so, you're, so you're out here hoeing, you're admitting to that, and then you're, you're spilling all this tea. So I'm taking it with like, a grain of salt and I'm gonna just wait for Dave yeah. Chappelle's next comedy stand-up right I'm sure he'll have it in there. and he'll probably address it in there in in some way or fashion so I'm I don't know for some that. reason I believe her I don't know why really I just think yeah I just think someone that crazy and uh, like I just don't think she's like making stuff up I think she's just mm-hmm. you know not being discreet she's just saying it She's just like, whatever. What do I have yeah. to lose? Yeah, like, I just don't think she cares. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if she was telling the truth, honestly. That could definitely be true. I'm, de- I'm not going to sit here today and be like, oh, she's definitely lying. Because I kind of feel like there's a little bit of truth to some things. But he um, does need to come out and say, like, something. Because, I mean, he's currently married, right? He's been married for a while. And they yeah. have... Yeah, they have. I think they have three children. He's been married for a while, so he might want to address that. You're you're kind of thinking like his silence means that he's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like his silence is like yeah, is like is like not is overtly admitting it. But I don't know. We'll see what he says. I'm actually very interested in that. Plus, I love Dave Chappelle. Like, if they had sex, I do like Dave Chappelle. So what? She said he had some good dick. That's all I know. That's what she said. She called it legendary. Yeah, the, uh, she's on something. <laughs> but whatever. A black man had legendary dick. She said that he would. She would do it again. Like if that ever, if the opportunity wow. presented itself, like that's wow. I'm sure she would yeah. too. Top notch. Well, I have another person who had a big confession recently. And that would be the one and only Snoop Dogg. Snoop D-O-double-G. Snoop D-O-double-G. So Snoop Dogg admitted that he has never voted before and that he plans to make his first trip to the voting booth for Biden for 2020. I'm like... I'm like, first of all, there's so many layers to this. First of all, why are you old as hell and you have never voted a day in your life? Hashtag virgin voter. What is right? Second of all, and this is not, I'm not just saying this, like Snoop has been like pretty vocal in, you know, standing up for certain for certain things. Like he's not afraid to like stand up for something, give a speech about something, stand behind something. So in a way he's politicized himself, you know, he's, he's political in some ways, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's weird to me that he's never voted before. And he didn't give like any background at all about like why, like why now? Why Biden? Cause he's saying he can't stand to see Trump do another term. That's what he's saying. 
Okay. So he's saying, you know, he's saying he's finally going to get out there and vote. But it's like, it's like really, Bi- I mean, Biden is going to be your first time voting? Like not, not Obama? Not, like, right. It's just an odd, it's, it's just odd. But I guess the reasoning behind it is he doesn't want Trump to be. Okay. So that's the perpetuating factor. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, better yeah. late than never. Like, what do you say to that? <laughs> This man is 48 years old. I I don't know. I just think that's just, that's just shameful. I might, if I were him, I would have kept that to myself. I probably would have done the same. I mean, it's good that he's trying to like take action and and make a change now. But at the same time, mm, no, it's not a good look. That's all I'm saying. It's not a good look. look. It's, It's not really a good look, especially since he is you know, kind of a role model. I feel like for a lot of, of younger people, I think that like it is, it's not good that he, that he hasn't. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I guess you got to start somewhere. Maybe he'll inspire, you know, other people (laughs) to go out and actually vote in this election. Yeah. Who knows? knows? So we'll see. Yeah. Who knows? Good luck at the polls. Nope. A little bit of a late start. (laughs) Good luck. <laughs> but okay. Um, yeah, so. So it is what it is. All right. It is what it is. We'll see. <laughs> so there's a there's a lot of stuff going on with Love and Hip Hop. So I'm going to give you guys the updated, um, condensed version of that news. So it is rumored that Joe Budden and Sin Santana have been fired from Love and Hip Hop New York. Huh. Um, their contracts apparently will not be renewed. And I guess the, the reasoning behind that is because they had weak storylines. So mm. just to give you a little bit of like briefing behind that, um, there was the big breakup between them um, right. and they have a son together. So there was that storyline. And um, then it was like Sin trying to get over Joe, but then they were still in each other's lives. So there was back and forth there. And apparently Joe did uh, the most recent uh, recording of the show for Sin, like just for her benefit, I guess. Um, And that's the end of that. Uh, Apparently Sin had been trying to look for like new love interests. I don't know how genuine that was, like if it was true or if it was just made up to have a story. Yeah, like trying to add to the story. So that's the rumor. We'll see, I guess, next season if that's true. Um, These next two people, I can't even call them ladies because (laughs) their behavior recently was not ladylike. So Uh Shekinah, Shekinah, girl, I don't know how to pronounce your name. Okay, so (laughs) I'm going to call it Shekinah. And she has the most annoying voice. Like if you ever watch the show, it sounds like somebody's pinching her nostrils. Oh my gosh. It's consistently like that on like a volume 10 the entire show. It's, it's terrible. Let's just pinch our, pinch our nostrils for the rest of the show. And <laughs> yeah, if you want, if you want our listeners to cut oh, shit off right now, I would oh, not gosh. advise that. So Shekinah, um, she's on Love and Hip Hop ATL. She was under fire recently for comments she made about protesters rioting and looting stores like Gucci, for example. And she was saying, oh, Gucci ain't do nothing to y'all. Like all this other stuff. Like she kept going off about how it was wrong that everybody was out there looting these stores, probably stores that she knew her, maybe her friends had. 
And we all know that Gucci did some racist shit back. Right. I'm like, come on now. Okay. So that's just an example of one of the stores. So Tory Lanez had a heated discussion with her on IG about that. And then along the same lines, here comes Trina. You remember Trina, right? Yeah. Yes. I heard about her. Yeah. Girl, she's on Love and Hip Hop Miami. She She was talking to Trick. And she was receiving backlash over comments she made about the protesters and the curfews that were going on. And she, she right. said um, she thought that, uh, that they should be keeping these animals off the streets and stop, um, basically stop acting like animals in the streets. Right. Um, she made the most ignorant comment and said that she's not scared about getting pulled over because she, quote, knows her rights, she has her license and registration. I mean, is she, is she living in another world? Like, so girl, I mean, that, that's, on. that's all Black people needed all along was a license and a registration, and then we oh, wouldn't I guess get we shot were down? Just, wow, I guess we just had it all wrong this whole time. Girl, she basically said, have your paperwork together and, and y'all gonna be straight. And you'll be fine. And called us animals, girl. Her own people. I don't know where she is getting that mentality from. I really don't. Well, I mean, coming from the rap game, I would think that she would know better. I really would. You would just, think. You yeah, would just think. from coming from that environment alone, you'd think that she was more knowledgeable. But I just, I don't know what is wrong with her. I really she, don't. She was mad. She was mad because her friend's stores got fucked up. That's one. Right. So then just say that. Yeah, just say that. And you don't have to do all that. People dragged her, like Masika, Fetty Wops, uh, one of his his many baby mamas. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) one of of the many. They were going back and forth. Like, it was crazy. And she dragged her on Instagram. Um, And then, like, soon after, I want to say, like, a day or two later, she goes and apologizes. She made a, yeah. Let me just use this moment right now to just express my frustration with something. I don't know about you, but I am so tired of backlash apologies. Yes. I'm so tired. tired. So tired. You get caught, right? So now it's like, okay, shit hits the fan. Gotta do something. And then they go back and they apologize about shit they should have known in the first place they should have never said. And it's because they're getting all this backlash. It's hard because you, you don't know if it's genuine or not. You don't know what, you know, where it's really coming from. And I'm just so tired of people doing racist shit and then coming back and being like, right. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I apologize. But but then again, like, so what should they do? You know, it's like, what do you do? I mean, number one is definitely, I think, owning up to it. Yeah. But a sorry is nothing without action. Just generally yeah. speaking, like you can yeah. say sorry all you want. That doesn't mean I'm going to believe you. It doesn't mean I'm going to accept it and forgive you. Right. But, but if you show me action, if you're about that, then that tells me that you genuinely are sorry for what you did and you genuinely want to make a change. Right. Right. And maybe look at it. Maybe the sorry is backed up with something like, you know, a donation, um, a day of help for the needy, something. I mean, I don't want it to appear fake or forced, but I'm just saying like, 
nowadays an apology consists of two lines on Instagram and you know, that's it or whatever. So exactly. And that's the other um, thing, like public versus private apologies, like in, in private without cameras, if you did something foul to me or, you know, whatever it be, and you get caught and you're in, and you know, you want to make a statement, you want to say, you're sorry, don't go on social media and put a right. post up and tag me or whatever you write me in private and you apologize and to it. me and address yeah. it directly. And then if you want to go on social media, you can do that. But yeah. I feel like a lot of people do that. Like shit happens, you know, in certain situations and then they want to run to social media, they use social media. Yeah. I mean, it's become, it's become, you know, an outlet for so many people. They, they air their dirty laundry on there. They apologize. They do this, they do that. And it's, it's causing a disconnect from like a genuine, you know, connection and response between two people. It's like, I don't know. I mean, I got, I get sick of that too, though. I really have noticed like how many, it's just, it just feels fake. It like somebody does something really awful and then they apologize in social media like a day later. It's like, like they're a changed person. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. So I don't accept Trina's apology. I don't know. No, me neither. And she needs to really think about what she said. And I don't know. She just, she just needs to to figure out where that came from because it's, it's weird. Absolutely. Um, And speaking of where people come from, um, I have opinions about Amanda Seals, who we all know um, has been a host on The Real. She's yes. been like a black activist. Um, yes. Very educated. She's an insecure. I love that. She's on Insecure, yes. Um, although she hasn't been highlighted a lot this season of Insecure. Yeah, she hasn't. She's had, well, they had her have, they, they had her kind of starting a family. And then I don't know if they, that was a, to write her kind of out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I have, I have, you know, some days I, I think she's amazing. Other days I think sometimes she takes it too far. But anyway, uh, there's been a change in what she's doing on The Real. And I just uh, want you guys to listen to what she had to say. My contract is up at The Real and I did not renew it. The 38-year-old actress felt she wasn't able to express herself properly as a black woman on the show. It doesn't feel good to my soul to be at a place where I cannot speak to my people the way they need to be spoken to and where the people who are speaking to me in disparaging ways are not being handled. I'm not in a space where I can, as a full black woman, have my voice and my coworkers also have their voices and where the people at the top are not respecting the necessity for black voices to be at the top too. So she, after six months of being on The Real, is saying, my contract's up. I'm not renewing it. She's done. She's done. Um, it didn't feel good to her soul was one of the first things that she said. <laughs> and Sorry, it's not funny. You know what? Like, to me, that actually was probably one of the most real statements only because I'm all about being like true to yourself. Yeah. And I feel like when something no longer serves you or your purpose, you yeah. have to cut ties with that. And that's basically what she's saying. Like Hollywood, she can't be herself. Yeah. She can't be like the activist for black people. She can't be the black voice without being disrespected by um, her team. And, and let me clear the, ear, clear the air, excuse me. 
<laughs> um, she's not saying that there's tension between her co-host because, you know, people try to create false narratives about shit like that and stir the pot. Right. And so she went on Instagram after this whole thing and, and cleared the air and said, it's nothing that has to do with my co-host. Yes, we've had our ups and downs, but me not renewing my contract has nothing to do with my relationships with them. So that's where we stand. Hmm. I mean, I respect her for that, but don't don't you think that she instead don't you think that she instead of leaving should stay and try to like be that voice? Because now it's kind of like, well, now she's left and well, you that's know. the thing. So initially, she thought, okay, like part of the the reason why she went on the rail to be a host was she wanted to use that platform. But right. you have to understand the audience is expecting to talk about and receive certain types of information and topics. And that platform apparently wasn't conducive for that. Like she couldn't be her authentic self and use her black voice to do that. And, and, and the way that she wanted to, and she was saying that from the higher ups, she felt like it was very uncomfortable and she didn't get the respect that she deserved. Um, in order to to be the the voice of those people and that she couldn't speak the way she wanted to to black people. So I just I wish we had some more information there because it's like it's already a diverse show. So what mm-hmm. was missing? I will know? tell you um and listeners if you <laughs> if you decide um on Jason Lee's Hollywood Unlocked, if you go to YouTube and type that in, um there is a segment where she did like a follow-up video. So it's a longer interview with him and she like lays it all out with him about like how she came up with this decision. She talks about like her education and where she's trying to go with that. She talks about her um, stand-up comedy um, stuff that she's got going on. So it's, there's a whole interview with them that kind of get, sheds more light on why she's deciding to leave the real. And the thing okay. about it was... It, it crazy enough, like it wasn't like a messy leave. I know this is a messy ass show, but her leave wasn't necessarily messy. I think she did it, you know, very um, eloquently and without like attacking her co-host or creating any kind of like dissension between them. So, you know, I kind of give her kudos on this one, but what is kind of messy about it, even though her contract ended is that she was only a co-host with them for six months. For such a short amount of time, yeah. So it's like, that, make, that makes me think there's more to the story, I'm telling you. And maybe there is, and maybe there is. But it's just kind of like, oh, peace out, I'm done, six months. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe she'll be an E! True Hollywood story one day, and we'll hear I, the truth. I think me and you just need to submit an application. That's just... I know! <laughs> We're perfect for it. We are perfect. We can add a little spice. I think so, too. Sounds like a good idea. (laughs) Well, I have, well, speaking of eloquently leaving a situation, I have, let's get back to the messy people in the world. And I have information on Stevie J and Faith Evans. I was actually really surprised when they got married. I don't know if it, it came out of, to me, it came out of nowhere. It was a secret. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, I just didn't understand them as a couple. Like, I didn't, I'm like, how does this work? You know, but, but then again, Faith Evans does have a pretty, you know, crazy background with Biggie and everything else. So I don't know. But anyway, Faith Evans, Stevie J, they're married, been married for a few years now. Apparently law enforcement was called out to their house because she apparently brutally attacked Stevie J and left him scarred and bruised. So she was actually arrested. For, uh, and now she's got, yeah, now she's got like domestic violence charges against her. Yeah, a felony assault. Yeah, it'll be, if, if she's convicted, it'll be a felony um, for assault. And they don't know, there's no, there's no real details on what they were arguing about, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, the rumor was, I think at some point last year, that their marriage was like starting to unravel. And it, yeah. was, it was around the time that there was some festival. I want to say it was the Essence Festival. Essence in, Festival, in yeah. New Orleans, yeah. Uh-huh. And they were kind of like getting into it then. And then they started to like unfollow each other on social media. Yeah. And Stevie was putting out like these cryptic posts. So there was a lot going on. And now this. So... Right. Who knows what happened? Uh, we don't know if there were any substances involved in the equation. Yeah, they're not um, talking about it right now. It's mom. So she was it, bonded out, though. So I don't know if he, he bonded her out. He probably did, and I bet you he's I'm not going to press charges either. Yeah, I don't think so. so. So we may never really know. We may not. So we'll see. That's we have to wait <laughs> and see. We, that might be a developing story. <laughs> Definitely. Um. Carl Crawford, speaking of domestic violence situations, is a former MLB player, um, baseball. He's also, um, he either is or was the music manager for Meg Stallion. And he is also the ex-fiance of Evelyn Lozada from Basketball Wives. Now, he was recently arrested for domestic assault. Uh, his ex-girlfriend, I guess, showed up at the house. I guess that was a planned thing. And she says that he choked her. He First, he pushed her to the ground. He choked her. And then he held her at gunpoint while interrogating her about some guy that she was dating. Hmm. And then sent her all of these like intimidating text messages after the event. So he was arrested. Um there was a bomb that was set. I don't know if he's home or still in jail. Who knows? Um, but what's weird about it, and there, I don't know if there's any correlation, but what's weird about it is that he, I think about a month ago, had people over his house and a woman and a child drowned in his pool at his family's wow. home. Yeah, so it was like kind of like one thing after another, and it was. So, are they looking into that, or are they just saying that was an accident? They're claiming that it was an accident. So, I don't know if that investigation is complete yet. I don't know if there's any kind of, um, you know, correlation. Mm. I don't know if if he's, you know, something's going on with him. I don't know that that might be developing, but I'm going to keep my eye on that because that was very. That's definitely going to be developing. Yes. Yeah, that's disturbing. And Evelyn, hmm. um, Evelyn Lozada, she decided to make a comment today publicly um, because she kept on getting calls about it. And she wanted to just tell her truth to say that Carl never put his hands on her. 
Um, you know, there was never any kind of domestic violence situation between them. Everything okay. was all good. They broke up for other reasons. Apparently he cheated. So, um, you know, that's, that's where that stands. So she just wanted to make sure she got her truth out there. So. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I'm there's, tired, there's a lot going on there. I'm tired of hearing about these situations. And it's like you, like you said, like it, this time it was Faith Evans too. So it's not just men. It's the women too that are putting their right. hands on. It's both. On right. So, right. Yeah. Girl. It's just, it's too much. It is um, too much. Do you ever watch The Tonight Show, Jimmy Fallon? Yes. So he I was, do. He, he was in some shit. He was in some He mess. was. He and, was. And, yeah. So a video came up from a um, SNL sketch, Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. sketch from the year 2000, where he wore blackface and did mm-hmm. black jokes to impersonate Chris Rock. Yep. So that comes up in the midst of the climate in the world right now. Yeah, really bad timing. Bad, bad timing. And um, he obviously acknowledged and took responsibility. And he, people were trying to like cancel him, cancel his show. Jamie Foxx like came to his aid and basically said that people were being too sensitive. That was a long time ago. Jimmy's a good person. Leave him alone. Basically, that's what he said. Um, So Jimmy took all of that backlash. And what he did was he used his next show to address the controversy. He brought people on like from the NAACP and Don Lemon from CNN and a whole bunch of people to like address the topic as uncomfortable as it was. He apologized. He vowed to use his platform to discuss racism. So he's trying to make amends. And this is what I was talking about when I was talking about right. apologizing and then following it up with action. Right. So th- so you think this is what a better way of, of responding? Exactly. I yeah. think so too. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I like Jimmy Fallon. I, you know, something rubs me the wrong way about Jimmy Fallon. I don't really know what it is. I just think he tries to be too squeaky clean. Like, I know, like, there's been, like, a lot of reports that he's, like, has a lot, has a lot of problems with drinking. Really? And, yeah, there's been reports, and I think they try to cover it up and stuff like that. Because, you know, he really does try to have, like, more of a squeaky clean type of show. Um. So I don't know. I just feel like there's more to, to him than mm-hmm. meets the eye. Like, I feel like he's one of those people that is so forced to be squeaky clean that it's just going to drive him crazy. Yeah. Do you, you remember um, Robert Downey Jr.? He played yes. that movie Tropic Thunder and he was, he played. Yes. And he, and he, he wore blackface. Black yeah. And he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't regret it. He never apologizes apologizes for it. He took the role knowing, you know, the backlash he was going to get. He he basically said some bullshit reason for why he did it. And that was that. And I always thought that was such a weird part in the movie, too. Like, it just stuck out. Like, why is he wearing blackface? It was weird. I didn't, I did not watch that movie. I just know of him doing that. And it sucks because it's like, goddamn, Iron Man? (laughs) 
I like him too. And you know, I mean, like not many people remember Robert Downey Jr. was like the, you know, the eighties movie, you know, he's, he was one of those like, right. You know, the young guys in Hollywood in the eighties making all those movies, those rom-coms. So I don't know. I always liked him, but, but that was a poor decision as well. I think. I agree. I agree. So hopefully and I, I'm really hoping this, but somewhere deep down in my heart, I know it's going to come back up again. Hopefully these people are learning that you can't yeah. do fucking blackface. Like, know, hello, 2020. Just, why is this an issue still, right? <laughs> right? Let's get it together. Right, exactly. <sighs> okay, so I have been dying to talk about this because <laughs> I feel like there's just so many different things about this. So Chrissy Teigen and John Legend, one of my favorite couples. Um, if you know anything about Chrissy Teigen, she's like a really big, fun, bubbly personality, usually has no filter. Whereas right. John Legend is usually like calming and soothing and just that type of guy, Right. So right. for some reason, I think that they balance each other out in that kind of a way. Um, well, anyway, John has a new song, a new album, I should say, coming out. It's called Bigger Love. It's coming out on June 19th. And Chrissy had some things to say about it. But here's, here's the track Bigger Love. Take a listen. So much to say every time we push it away. Every day a new reason to stay. Cause we got a big love. Won't ever give it up. We got one way to take it out. Bring all the things, but I hope nothing can stop this. No one can stop us. We got a big So Chrissy goes um, on social media, on Instagram, I think, and she leaked a part of uh, a song on this new album. And she, she put a quote up that was saying, you know, I'm leaking this. It's supposed to be available June 19th, but free if I get mad enough. Okay, so that, that, that was the first thing. So then John replied and he says, leak on. I call this free promotion. And then shit hit the fan because then she said, oh, bitch, it's not free. Okay, that's what she said to her husband, John. And the backstory is that Chrissy was upset at John for a lyric in one of his songs that says a lot of women are trying to take Tegan's place. Mm. So she looked at that line and she tweeted, bitch, what the fuck? That was how she responded to that lyric. And she said jokingly that she was going to keep her options open um, with some of the cast members on a show called Better Call Saul. It's one of her favorite shows, apparently. Okay. Okay. Um, so John cleared the air on all of this by saying, oh, you didn't tell them the punchline. I'm focused. I'm focused on you. So I don't know if he was saying that like as something directly to her or if that's the actual lyric of the song that she was talking about. So 
there's this whole thing about did she cross the line? Was that disrespectful for her to call her husband a bitch? Is that a boundary? Is that a no-no? What do you think? Do you think that she was crossing the line? Yes, I think she was. I mean, I know she's known for saying all sorts of things, but I think I think that was definitely crossing the line for sure. Yeah. It's like a respect thing too. It's kind of like, okay, you know, you've taken it a little too far at that point. I I can agree with that. And on the other end though, I think that she has such a joking personality that I took it as if, you know, he was okay with her joking like that. And he probably is. I mean, they probably joke like that all the time, but it just, it just came off a bit too much. Yeah. So I kind of just think like in private, they were completely fine and this was nothing. Yeah, I think so too, but... But to the public, it's like, yeah. oh no, she did not call that man a bitch. Yeah, it's a little, it's just a bit much. Like it just, there's just like a respect factor there. I mean, you're, you're making him look like he can't, you know, that he's not the head of the household. Like yeah. more like he's like just kind of, I don't know. I think she just took the whole situation overboard. Yeah, like, I think so she, too. She, she made something out of nothing with a with an innocent lyric right in this situation so i don't know to each their own you know relationships are complicated we both they are they are they are but i don't know we'll see i'm waiting for the album though i'm i'm ready to hear it uh june 19th that comes out i thought you said it i thought you were gonna say i'm waiting for the divorce announcement So I I that's think, what you're gonna say. I think they're pretty safe. I think they're pretty safe. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> um, we don't have any messy minutes this week, um, and that's okay. But we yeah. would want you guys to send us some stories of your messy situations or scenarios. Maybe somebody that you know. Again, it's always anonymous. Please send those to us. Doesn't have to be long. Just take a minute of your time. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, you can send those to us at messyafpodcast at yahoo.com. Um, or you could just even message us right on our Facebook page at Messy AF Podcast. Um, and you can be featured on the show. We will give you some advice. May not be the best advice, but, <laughs> but, but some advice nevertheless. Some advice nevertheless. Exactly. So keep doing that. Keep listening and please subscribe. Um, and we will catch you guys the next time we're going to get out of here. Yes. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.